You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Brett. And I'm Steven. And we are the, the Broadway, Broadway Husbands. Husbands. We're just your all-American married couple making their living in the arts and pursuing a growing family. On the Broadway Husbands podcast, we offer advice from our ordinary lives under extraordinary circumstances. We are living proof that you can love who you love and love what you do. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss our weekly episodes. And if you really love us, make sure you leave a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at Broadway Husbands. And don't forget to check out the Broadway Podcast Network. We are very proud to be members of BPN. You can go to bpn.fm backslash husbands and see the array of amazing podcasts they have for the Broadway community. And also, you can help us raise money for amazing organizations through our apparel line, Broadway Life Apparel. So check out broadwaylifeapparel.com to purchase your amazingly designed by myself uh, merchandise, including hats, t-shirts, masks, phone cases. Phone cases. <laughs> All right. All right, let's get started. Okay, so we are actually, for the very first time, we're live recording our podcast on Instagram while we're doing this right and we're going to answer questions that some of our followers on instagram actually asked us over the last 24 hours that's correct it's kind of like before the pandemic when we were would record a podcast and they would film us while we were doing it um and then we could put it on youtube but this this way it's live on instagram while we're doing it and then you can go back and listen to the podcast as well yeah yeah. So let's start with the first questions that we have on IG. Uh, somebody wrote, Texas must be a culture shock. Hmm. Well, I grew up here, so it's not, I knew what to anticipate. And I will say it's better than I anticipated. Like I'm actually okay. How is it for you, Stephen, though? So I think I'm not as culture shocked as I would be because I've been to Texas a lot because Brett's from here. But I will say that I, since we've been here for a while now, um, I guess five weeks, I mean, it's not a while, but we've been here for five weeks and, um, and I've spent some long periods of time here before. And as I'm driving down the road, I'm often reminded about like my initial reactions to Texas um just how flat it is i mean it is so flat here i'm from pittsburgh which is super hilly and kind of mountainous and um and then i grew up in new york city for most of my life and um so i'm just not used to just like open flat land and so i'm as i drive around i'm often like still kind of taken off guard by that and also like i can remember one of the time first times being here with you and driving around and being like, everything really is bigger in Texas. Cause like the signs on the side of the road are ginormous. And I feel like I'm starting to get more used to it. And I noticed that the other day. Um, but as far as culture shock, um, I think I'm embracing it. So one of the things that I'm doing to kind of be like a Texan, <laughs> if that's a thing, is when I'm in the car by myself, I listen to 97.1, which is classic country hits. So I 
I, I really like it. It's like an older country song and like the road kind of like bumps me up and down and I feel like I'm just like a Texan. All right. <laughs> I'm so proud of him. Thank you. All right. Next question. Um, would love to hear about the audition process on Broadway. Well, currently it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, currently it doesn't exist. Currently everything's transitioned to online. So, um, as far as I understand, if there are auditions, which are few and far between, they're sending you the material for you to learn and, or put whatever you have on tape and sending it in, uh, that way in the past, like, you know, you, it, it's, it depends on what you're auditioning for, but for a dance audition, Stephen can speak better than that than I, than I, even I can, even though I've done a lot. Um, do you want to tell what a, the audition process in Broadway is like for a dancer? Yeah. I mean, um, typically in a dance, you know, if you're going for a role that primarily dances, um, you go in, like what actually happens? You go in, um, you're put into groups of probably like maybe 40 people. It depends on what the show is and how many people. Um, so you're dancing in a pretty crowded room because the rooms typically aren't that big. Um, they break you down into groups after they've taught you a combination. This is why auditions are happening right now. Fair, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's super crowded. or Not even crowded, but just hot and super sweaty. And like, mm -hmm. you're like, Rants. you can't breathe. And you're, it's, it's a lot. Anyways, um, so yeah, like groups of like maybe 20 to 40 people. They break you down after they've taught you a combination very quickly. Um, you do it to the best of your ability. And if they like what you did, um, they'll call you back to dance some more. Or they'll call you back to sing and read. Um, so then you'll go back and dance and sing and read, um, maybe multiple times, maybe just one other time. It just depends on what's happening and how right and how much they know if they want you or not. Um, it's a long process usually because yeah. everyone has to approve you along the way and it's not over until the producer finally, like all the creative team has to kind of push you along and everyone has to agree. And then the producer has to finally go, yes. yes. And then, yeah. So when you know the producers in the room, you know, like this you're is at the, the final end. Decision. That's it. Like and they're going to say yes or no. Yeah. And um, you'll find out soon. Yeah. Okay. Next question. There's some funny things uh, being commented. I don't know what they're saying. Can I visit you and be hosted by you? Hmm. Maybe not right now. Probably not. Um, let's see. Somebody just wrote gay. Gay. Here, I'll write. We'll post More that. than one person wrote that. Same person just wrote it three times. Oh. Gay. C. Yes, C. <laughs> um, okay. I don't know what this, this is not in English. How has Miss Rona been for you guys so far oh my neck um steven how's miss rona been for you so far well i mean i think it's been um run the gamut of emotions and um like emotionally i think i've cried more during this time than i think i've cried in the past at least 10 years um huge transitions I, I, our life is um completely different because of it and not necessarily in a bad way um for better or for worse i mean it's just totally different right now we're currently in houston texas um, um which is a good thing but you know everything has changed um so yeah i mean it's it's been a lot it's been i would say um this is all 
this is when we grow, when like things are really uncomfortable and I feel like there's a massive growth happening and it's really uncomfortable. So it's, I, I see it as a good thing. It's sad and it's frustrating and it's messy, but I think we're going to come out of this hopefully culturally and, and individually as a better, as a better people. So Miss Rona, I think is gonna, we're gonna find her to be maybe a blessing in the end, even though right now it's not so fun. Yep. Okay, what, let's see, let me go back here. When will you have, when will you have new t-shirt designs? Ooh, good Ooh, question. Ooh, that is a good question, is the, go ahead. Um, Brett. Well, I'm working with, for Broadway Life Apparel, a new um, designer. And we're gonna hopefully in October, we're gonna start having new designs. And my mission is to have two new designs on Broadway Life Apparel every month. Cool. And we just came up with a whole bunch of new designs. So those are coming. Wait, I have a question about that. Yeah. What is your most favorite Broadway Life Apparel design t-shirt that you did? I actually think that the my original inspiration was um, put on your Sunday ice cream Sunday clothes. Yeah, it was a good one. And I think that, and I actually love finishing the hat. I do too. Those are my favorites. Nice. Um, somebody asked, "What do you miss about performing?" Um, I miss the people. The people. I miss like the energy backstage and like the fun. Like when you're in a great company with people, you have so much fun backstage and you can be silly and you can, and, and when things are happening in the world, you can really bond over it and, and have that connection. And I, I kind of miss, I think I miss that the most. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I think I miss um, really dancing. I mean, I, I have, I mean, I've been teaching a lot and I, I dance um, by myself. I give myself class and I, do various things or have done various things since all of this began, but it's not the same. Um, so I just really miss um, kind of physically pushing myself through, I guess, the paces or whatever it is that I'm doing and feeling rewarded after I get through it. Uh, I definitely miss the people for sure, um, the human connection, um, not just with the people on stage, but with the people backstage and then with the people that are in the audience and the feeling that you get. Um, you know, I think as a performer, or at least I can speak for myself, uh, there have been times that I've taken um, performing so regularly um, for granted. And now that I'm not doing it for the first time, I think this is probably the longest stretch I've ever not performed in my life. Um, uh, yeah, I definitely miss it. And um, it definitely filled me in a way that I wasn't even aware of. Um, so yeah, a lot of, I miss everything about it. <laughs> What are you both doing for income? Uh, go ahead. Well, I um, have my side business as the Broadway life coach that I've always, I've always had on the side while continuing to perform, but I've, it's become full time. I'm coaching about 10 clients a week, one-on-one -on -one, and teaching courses, um, creating content, um, and really trying to help support as many people in the community as I can during this time. So that's taking up a lot of time because I'm making like, I release a YouTube video every week. I write a blog post every week. I send emails out every week. I have a thing called the Secure Actor Project um, where I 
uh, we're on a hiatus right now until October, where I help uh, offer what I call Broadway life support um, during this time. And so, and that plus the Broadway life apparel, I stay pretty busy uh, doing all of that. What about you, Stephen? What about me? Well, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, before the pandemic, I taught almost always on the side, at least a little bit. Um, so during the pandemic, I've just basically been teaching a lot, um, mostly online, um, through the studios where I taught in, re in real life. Um, and I also teach privately. And you can connect with me if you want to, um, you know, if you want to take class with me personally or privately on stephenrhanna.com. Um, and then we're here in Houston, Texas, and I'm um, teaching at Vitaka Vocational School of Dance um, live. So mostly I've been teaching and um, yeah. And we both signed with agents yeah. here. So maybe we'll do some work yeah. down here yeah. while we're while we're here because you know who knows what when we'll be able to get back to new york um somebody asked what's happening with the baby process well, well there's more there, we actually have videos coming up i don't know if yeah we, we do have but yeah we probably shouldn't it. talk too much about it um but just know that if you don't follow men having babies it's you a, should follow it's an instagram account yeah. we've we have been vlogging the baby process there and we did take uh, a hiatus a while um really since november mm -hmm. from that because and then everything just got kind of extended but we're actually getting back into this into the the process is the process. moving faster again which is moving along again which is really good um so yeah i mean i don't know that we should say too much about it but um, go follow men having babies men having babies they'll yeah. start releasing content there um yeah and we'll make sure we share it too yeah and you'll know Okay, what is the most callbacks you've been on for one show? Is that even English? <laughs> yes, um, that yes. is English. <clears throat> I think for Paramore, I think I went in like seven times. Wasn't it like a crazy, because I went in like for a chunk at one point and then I never heard anything for a while and then I started getting called back in yeah, I don't remember how Do you many remember times that? I don't actually, but um, I think for some reason in my head, I think the most I've ever gone in for a project is seven times. Mm -hmm. What about you? Do you remember? Yeah, this I have a similar. <clears throat> I think I went in six or seven times for um, the Dirty Dancing National Tour. Oh right, and um, and then didn't get and it. Then I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I can remember actually the last day that I was there. It was like equity has a rule about how many times you can be called in. And I was over that time. So I think that they had to pay me to be there. <laughs> and then I didn't get it. So, all right. Um, advice for someone wanting to move from California to New York to pursue Broadway. Maya, it's a great question. And that's stuff I talk about in the Broadway Life Coach group, you should come over there. You can go to broadwaylifecoach.com. Um, but the best thing to do is get as much training and experience as possible. Book work, where you are, build a resume, 
build some connections, get a network of people before you move to New York, you'll be so much more happy and secure because you know people there. Like work at theaters, equity theaters that um, hire people out of New York City and you can you don't necessarily have to move to New York to start your career. Yeah. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Um, okay... What's the most memorable character each of you have played? <clears throat> memorable character. Memorable for me or memorable for the audience? That's a question. I don't know. Well, what do you think? Well, I mean, memorable. Memorable, maybe for you, it's like memorable part that you got to dance. Maybe yeah, I mean, well, like, I, I, well, I always... There's a couple things that I loved to dance at New York City Ballet. One of the things that I like absolutely loved was dancing um, Tchaikovsky Suite Number no. Three, the Elegy section, which is the first section. Um, and if you're familiar with the ballet theme and variations, which is like a big famous Balanchine ballet, uh, it also has three movements before it that other companies do not do except New York City Ballet. And the first movement is Elegy, and it's the most romantic music. And it's a lot of running and dramatics and you get to be barefoot. And it's like one of the things that I absolutely like always, 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 no matter what, was just so excited to do. <laughs> um, and then I guess like the thing that people maybe are that I find interesting is the people that saw Billy Elliot um, have such a um, are so excited when they know that if if they saw it on Broadway and that I was in the show at the time that I was the older Billy. And, um, I always think that's, um, really touching to hear people, um, who are still moved by, um, the show and what it meant to them. Yeah. I loved playing Lumiere. I will always treasure singing, singing, be our guest flames coming out of my hands. Ah! And, um, I will always treasure that time, that that year that I worked in Beauty and the Beast on Broadway. And that's when you met me. When I met him. <laughs> um, okay. So we have no more questions. If you have questions, you can type them right there. But Steven, I think, has questions. What are your questions? I do, but I mean, they're in you my phone. You remember what you wrote. You wrote oh, they're in my phone, though. You wrote um, it down. What did I write? So one of them is, like, super silly because just because of what I just recently seen on TV. But the first question has nothing to do with anything that we've been talking about. It's what are three of your most favorite um, 90s musical artists? Oh. <laughs> from the 90s? Yeah, from the 90s. Well, you know all these. No, I don't. Tell me. Lisa Loeb. Oh. Hello. Right. Yeah, Lisa Loeb. Yeah. I could listen. I, I know all of the songs from Tales. I know all the songs from I Do. Like, I love Lisa Loeb. And I, and I, I don't know why I never learned guitar. I should have learned guitar because I, I love her. Um, 90s. Debbie Gibson. 
Is she 90s? I would consider her is more she late 80s? 80s. Yeah, I guess so. I would consider her like 87, Well, 89. Alanis Morissette. Oh, yeah, yeah. Loved her. Yeah. And um, Indigo Girls. Mm. It's all female for some reason. I, I have a thing for female singers. I'm trying to think like my other questions that they had nothing to do what with about that you? question. So the I guess because we were just watching this concert that was on TV of Jewel and she was amazing. I love Jewel so much. <laughs> like I love it. Um and I believe like Who Will Save Your Soul probably came out in like 94 or 95, but then that other album, Pieces of Me or Pieces of You, oh God, I'm like totally badgering it, came out in like 96 or 95. And I can just remember like listening to it in like early, the early years of high school, like doing homework and just like loving it. Um, And then the other groups, and then, then last night on the same radio it was it's like a concert channel on tv i don't even know what it is but they were playing um a metallica concert and i used to be a huge metallica fan and and i know why because they're just they're They're good awesome they're so good um so that was really cool but they're more i don't know if you would just call them 90s or just just a great band um third and then also, I guess, like, just cliche, Nirvana, Foo Fighters, like, all that stuff it's in the 90s. only three. You so said good. three. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Um, I'm trying to think what my other questions were. Okay, along those lines, okay. who were, like, who were three actors or actresses that inspired you to want to continue to, to be in the entertainment industry? Mm. Somebody wrote Celine Dion. Yeah. Yeah, Celine Dion. Her 90s stuff was good. Yeah. Three actors, like, in the 90s or, like, as a kid? As a kid or in general? Oh, God. There's so many. I I always think about, like, um, Sean Penn and Susan Sarandon. Those are, like, um, Dead Man Walking was, like, one of the best movies ever. Yeah, hopefully you guys can still hear me. Sorry, I was, like, so far away from the mic. There was, a, speaking of the 90s, there was a movie in the 90s called Dead Man Walking, and I saw it when I was really young. And Sean Penn is, like, unbelievable in it, and so is Susan Sarandon. She won an Academy Award for it. Um, and it's one of those movies that makes you question um, the topic that it's about, which is about, I'm not going to get too into it, but it's it's about um, the death penalty. And I can remember being so um, moved by the story and the and the the movie that I wrote uh, a paper on it in high school because so Susan Sarandon, Sean Penn, yeah, one more person. Oh my God, there's so many. Um, I don't know. I, I don't want to like put I, it down on one. I'm going to say okay, Sandra Bullock for me. I love Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. Kate, um, Titanic. Kate Winslet. Winslet. And um, who's the third actor? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yeah. I mean, I guess, so if there's somebody, I don't know. I, it's hard to say. Oh, God. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. It. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's see. Michael Joseph Hardwick, I love your question, but he said, can I visit you and be hosted by you? Hmm. <laughs> And then he wrote, well, actually, maybe not during COVID. Right. Yeah, actually, maybe not. Hi from India. Hello. Hello from India. 
Those are all the questions we have. No, no, no. Wait, there was wait. There were more questions. They're all on my phone. I'm really annoyed that they're in there. We no, can't. it's okay. We're at 23 minutes. All right. Um, well, what other questions would you have had? If you guys have questions, type them right here. Oh, she wrote Jack at Titanic. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay, somebody asked us if we're in Charleston. Nope, we no, are in, in Houston. Charleston. Um. Okay, what questions do I have for you, Stephen? What? Do, 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 do. What do you love about discovering being an entrepreneur at this time? That I can actually do it. I what, think. Explain what being an entrepreneur to you is and what it means. Um, I think being an entrepreneur to me means um, being able to be like kind of creative, create your own way of doing things and being able to monetize it and create income from it. But you know, it's one of those things where like you don't really believe it can happen until, until you, you do, it. do it. Yeah. So I think that the thing that I like about it is that seeing it actually happen and the excitement that that gives me um yeah <laughs> knowing that it's all possible can you address ben getting evan in the movie because <laughs> she was making fun of they made this big announcement that ben platt was gonna play evan in the dear hansen dear evan hansen movie and I was like, why is this an announcement? Yeah, I mean, clearly he that's would, not right? news. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's it's being made by Universal Pictures. But also he won a Tony and he Award won a for, Tony it for it on Broadway. So hopefully he would play it. That's you know? not news. Like what is news is the other people who are gonna be yeah, there, yeah. who are gonna be amazing. Yeah. Um anyway, with that day I was so so like, give me a break. Why is this like oh my god, he's gonna be in the movie? Like yeah, he is. I'm a newer follower. What are three words to describe you would use to describe each other? I like that. What are three words you would use to describe me, Stephen? Um, genuine, generous. It has to be with a G now. <laughs> Um, loving. No. So now, what are three words you would use to describe me? Playful. Mm. <laughs> um. Sexy. And um. Sincere. Hmm. All right. There you have it. <laughs> That's so sweet. What a good question. I think one of my questions that I wrote down was what, where do you see yourself in a year? I, where do I see myself in a year? Mm -hmm. I see myself speaking on like a TED stage or like a, like doing a speech of, I see myself promoting a book. Cool. And I see us um, settling into a home, like a house. 
of some sort mm-hmm. where there's actual nature outside for sure and um I mean, that's kind of how I see it. That's what I would like to see happen in a year. Part of that could be I'm back on Broadway and, and Wicked. I, who knows? But I just see that that's, that's the direction I want to go. Hmm. Where do you see yourself in a year? Um, I think as far as like living situation, I kind of have the same vision. It's kind of, um, you know, a house with lots of light. I think light is like key. <laughs> Bright light. I see light. Uh, I see windows. And, um, you know, I'd like in a year from now, if they aren't here, they should be close to being here as having a child. Um, and I see, you know, I'm starting to work on a project of a film that I really, 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 really want to make. And, um, I see that that's finished and that that has, um, you know, that's brought me um, creative success um, as well as, um, you know, just people seeing it. Yeah. I'm excited about that. That's yeah. cool. Okay. This will be our last question. What have you been doing to stay healthy during COVID? You both look fantastic. Well, thank you. Steven. So, I mean, what have I been doing to stay healthy? Well, at one point we did the whole 30. Yeah. Um, I have not stopped dancing this entire time. I've mm-hmm. gone through phases of really taking class regularly um, for myself. And then if I'm not doing that now, I'm teaching a lot. So while I'm teaching, I'm, I don't dance dance, but I'm definitely demonstrating a lot. Uh, there's also a gym here. So we go to the gym. We have weights. I'm always lifting these like literally like during the day. Like if I'm not doing anything, I'll just like walk over here and just be like, okay, what can I do? And then I just like pick up a weight and I'm like, one, <laughs> two, you know, I'm just constantly doing something to get, keep it going. <laughs> and I have, well, like we did whole 30. I've been on and off with working out, but currently I'm doing a 35 progress challenge with, with a bunch of my friends and um, followers. So I'm on day 19 and part of that is intermittent fasting. And um, so I'm doing intermittent fasting. In fact, I just got permission <laughs> allowed to eat. So we're going to eat after this because <laughs> um, I'm hungry. And he's actually done really well because sometimes right before he's supposed to eat or allowed to eat, it gets a little dicey. <laughs> yeah. So he's actually done really so well. So currently I'm doing intermittent fasting. Yeah. There's a Peloton in the gym at our new place. So I do Peloton mm-hmm. at least four times a week and do weights. I use built for the stage to help train me. And that's what we're doing. But you know what else I just thought of? So when we first started dating, I used to drink like at least probably like three to six sodas a day, (laughs) probably. And um, I don't really drink soda anymore. I guess I do when we go out, like if we have fast food, Um, but we don't really buy it. So that's good, right? So yeah, I don't really drink soda anymore. I mean, that's not not a total, yeah. I mean, I drink drink like, a lot of look zero calories. Well, I mean, but that's what I'm talking about the sugar. Like I'm not talking about yeah. the bubbles. I'm talking yeah. about the sugar. All right. Um, so, and 
you know, let's also not forget that physical health also uh, is, is mental health is just as important. So we both see therapists individually and yeah, I have weekly therapy God. sessions and that's helping a lot. Thank God. Um, and it's super important that we take not just take care of our bodies, but we take care of our minds. We both sleep regularly. And, um, you know, I think we probably always sleep at least eight hours, probably somewhere in that vicinity. Not a lot more than that, but probably always eight. I, I get up pretty early. He gets up early, but I, like I think to watch we, the sunrise. we do we do sleep a normal amount, not like an over. We don't overdo it, but. Well, these were awesome questions. Yeah, this was really fun. Thank you guys for joining us. This is going to be uh, our next episode this week of the podcast. So if you really enjoyed this, let us know and make sure you subscribe to the podcast. All the links are in our bio. Come follow us on Instagram. We'll do this again. It's really fun to get to talk to you guys live um, and answer your questions and your questions. And I have more that we didn't get to. So we'll save them for the next one. <laughs> um, all right. And don't forget to love who you love. And love what you do. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.